What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 17 of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. I am one of your hosts, Jim Viscardian. As always, I am joined by Megan Peters, and Christian Hoffer is diving into some cosplay. For watching the video, Christian is all in. Welcome, guys. Hello. Hello. Christian has told me he's had this for a while. Christian, uh, please tell me you wear that in public sometimes. Never. <laughs> I mean, this is just normal things that I wear as it keeps falling down my face. Yeah. I'm taking off the handkerchief. I can't do this for more than like five minutes. <laughs> <sighs> it feels so much better. There we go. I think it looks actually better it down like better that. Yeah, I, I feel like now I'm like a more dignified member of Team Skull. Mm. Uh, like I'm, I'm one of like the high level brunts because my face is on display now. Nice. There you um, go. That was, yeah, uh, no, if you're new to the show, that was a slice of uh, really the meandering uh, process that we, we actually go through here uh, on the show. Uh, you can find the show every Thursday, uh, and we go through a ton of stuff Pokemon-related. Pokemon things, gear, games, etc. And then uh, we break down a news segment in the first half, deep dive in the second half, and then a Pokemon fact that's totally going to creep you out at the very, very end. So yep. stay tuned for that. For sure. We've got a ton of Sword and Shield news. A lot of stuff came out of Worlds, which was uh, really, really awesome. And uh, there's a bunch of big Pokemon Go stuff to also cover. So uh, when we get back, we'll do our new segment. And then uh, we'll just continue on this little road trip that we like to call the podcast. <laughs> Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. All right. I almost, I wanted to start with the Sword and Shield stuff, but I cannot not start with Pokemon V-Cards because yes. I am Jim, immature. Jim, do you have a V-Card? <laughs> I no, am so immature. Uh, oh, no. What are you talking about? It's, it's because they haven't come out yet. V-Cards just haven't come out yet. <laughs> no one has their V-Cards. Uh. So at Worlds... Uh, we got our, we, you know, we were talking about it last week about, you know, what could we get? And we basically got what we thought we were going to get with the, the next addition to the Pokemon trading card game, uh, that are called Pokemon V cards. Mm -hmm. Yes. Christian, why don't you lay it all out for us? Well, the Pokemon company gave us their V cards. Um, okay. That'll be my last joke. I can't help it. Why would you name something that, um, (laughs) So they're they're basically going to be whatever the equivalent to EX cards or GX cards. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're the next evolution of that. We don't know really what they'll do. 
um, we we do know that um, they have this a similar rule called the V rule, um, which if you defeat a V card, uh, you get two prizes. Is this something that just gets lost in translation? Like, you know, in Japan, they're like, oh, yes, let's call it this. And then it gets translated over and everyone's just like, oh, are we sure about that? No, well, I guess I, so. If, you know, I don't know. I, I, I'm convinced that the same person who wrote the Al Creamy uh, Pokedex entry came up with this. <laughs> There's no way. It sounds even more ridiculous, like, when I say it out loud. Like, you know, I think that the 12-year-olds who are, like, the core demographic for the Pokemon trading card game are going to love this. <laughs> like the next few years. It's just, oh god. It's just so strange. So we don't know though if they are going to be oversized cards. We yeah, just so assume the, they will be the same size. The they're so the, the trailer, after making a big deal about V cards, they did show a giant sized card yep. um with a like the Dynamax clouds hanging above it. So it's possible that we will be getting oversized cards to kind of tie into the Dynamax. It's still really early to tell. We won't know until for at least another month or two. Um, that can't this wait won't till be we get coming those Transformer out. Transformer size packs, and I can laugh at both of you for for thinking I was crazy. I mean, I I still think you're crazy for a number of reasons, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'm just but having yeah. like trouble imagining like the logistics of this, like actually like, like I've started like going to this like, like board game cafe and bringing my Pokedex and like playing games. And like, I have my mats and stuff that I've gotten and collected. And I'm trying to mm -hmm. imagine like if it was an oversized car, like how logistically is that space going to work in a yeah. tournament? Is it going to be off the side? Outside. Are we going to need new like, like card mats? Like, well, they'll probably make new cards. Like, I mean, it's an, well, it's no, an opportunity to make more money. I mean, they're always going to make new card mats, but like if you're not, I just as somebody who like really appreciates space efficiency, <laughs> I'm just trying to like figure out like, okay, so you have to buy a new map, then you have to store it. But if you're not using that card, but you only have that mat, then you're going to have this giant blank space on the mat, which is so distracting to well, me. I don't know why this was the first thing I got really riled up about. But but also too, like if you have it in your deck, there's no hiding it. Someone yeah. knows. Oh crap! They just pulled. I mean, you'd clearly put it like to the. It would be like to the side. But yeah, yeah, you you would definitely know. It's not like uh, this is going to be like a Yu-Gi-Oh trap card. Where yeah. the, <laughs> the thing that I want most like, is like I hope it's like a second, normal size card. Pull out like origami. You know, maybe, maybe you know someone will you you'll raise your hand when you're getting ready and like somebody will run it over or something. Like, I don't. know. <laughs> the whole thing just seems. Well, that's why. I, that's why my. I think when my other theory kind of will still work for this is when maybe it's two cards that you stick next to each other that form uh, a giant thing may still yeah. come into play. But I. But who knows? I, I, maybe I it's a folding think, card. Yeah, I was about to say like if it's a card that somehow like unfolds upon out. itself, that would be. You have. I'll, I'll say this: like there's been a lot of innovations in trading card games recently. The Transformers trading card game being at the forefront. Um, the Pokemon trading cards, you know, game has never really been on the forefront of innovation, but maybe, maybe things are changing. You know, uh, we also said that, you know, you couldn't get new Pokemon in between generations and the Pokemon company finally changed their mind there. They said that, you know, we'd always have every single Pokemon that's changed. So who knows? Maybe folding cards, you know, maybe the Pokemon company is just getting crazy. Who, who knows? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. it's a wild and wooly future out there. 
So it's safe to assume that this new set will be branded Sword and Shield. Yes, right? this yes. will be the first the first of the so so how Pokemon cards are divided is that there are sets. So this will be the first of the Pokemon Sword and Shield set, and then there will be expansions to that set. So for the last three years, we've had the Pokemon Sun and Moon set. So each card pack that you buy has Pokemon Sun and Moon on it. Um, and it was that way with Pokemon XY, black and white, so on and so forth. I mean, Pokemon XY, you know, would have cards that tied into Alpha, you know, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, yeah. even though they, mm -hmm. they, had, you know. So, so we'll be getting Sword and Shield. This will be the first of a new set. The cards from Sun and Moon will still be legal to use and play. Uh, over, they'll, they'll be slowly cycled out. Basically, um, the last eight expansions are legal. Mm -hmm. Um and like the competitive uh competitive play so we'll we'll lose the Pokemon Sun and Moon stuff. It's interesting because uh, we had just got a we got the Elite Trainer box in for Hidden Fates and I may mm -hmm. be crazy but I looked at it and that does not have Sun and Moon branding on it which I thought was uh really interesting but I may have to go double check I could be totally wrong but when I looked at it I was like oh that's weird but Christian's looking it up right now but anyway. I'm, I'm Looking it up, I mean, it is branded as part of the Pokemon Sun and Moon series, Hidden oh, Fates, okay. um, mm -hmm. on their website. Um, I'm, I mean, I don't... Uh, I'm I didn't see it on the booster up, packs, which is why I was Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to pull up the, the, okay. the actual booster pack looks now. Um, I mean, Hidden Fates is kind of a weird one because that is a... Um, let's see here. Well, it's just so centered around the original legendary birds and... Actually, I don't see the branding on that. Yeah, uh, you're you're right. It looks like the <laughs> score right. one for Jim. Uh, uh, if rare. you are interested, though, Megan and I did unbox a an entire booster pack set of Unified Minds. Mm. We got some pretty nice cards. You can check that out on comicbook.com, or you can check it out on our Facebook page where we did it. We'll probably also do one for Hidden Fates uh, when we get that in. That's st technically still embargoed till the twenty third. So mm -hmm. um, be on the lookout for that. Those yes. are always a lot of fun. For sure. Yeah. So moving on, mm -hmm. some good Sword and Shield news. We got some trailers, which is really, really cool. Two trailers yep. over the past week. Two. Yeah. Um, um, go for it, Christian. Yeah. Oh, no. I was about to say the trailers, they were more technical based mm -hmm. than like, you know, really flashy. Uh, they I were definitely meant to uh, definitely meant to appeal to the more hardcore fans. These were released at... Uh, the World Championships and at GamesCon here earlier this week. So, you know, th this is more for for the, the, the people who attend those sort of things mm -hmm. rather than the casual fan. Uh, so if you're wondering why, it's like, why weren't there any more new Pokemon? It's like, well, the people at the Pokemon World Championships are, you know, they care more about how will Pokemon Sword and Shield affect the metagame. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, the So the Galarian Weezing that mm -hmm. seems to be a pretty big game changer. Yes. He's yeah, it, it, yeah, he is. He's going to be a badass. And uh, the, the reason why is because he's got this new ability called neutralizing gas. Now, what neutralizing gas does is it negates the abilities of all other Pokemon on the field. That's not, you know, that's somewhat relevant in the one one V one battles. So you could like, you know, negate a Pokemon's, um, levitate abilities so they can be hit with earthquake attacks and ground type attacks. But we're the, we're, where this will really come into play is in competitive play, which is 2v2 battles. Mm -hmm. um, so you can pair up Galarian Weezing with a Slacking, 
and negate Slacking's truant ability. Slacking is one of the strongest Pokemon that, you know, if you take away Mega Evolutions, it's got like the second or third highest like attack. It, it, it's, it's up there. It's one of the strongest Pokemon in the games, but it's always been shackled by this truant ability, which means that it can't attack every single round. It takes a turn off yep. in between attacks. Take that away, and suddenly you've got this like King Kong Pokemon that can just beat the living hell out of opponents. Mm-hmm. Um, so surely, of course, like, yeah, they're not going to let yeah. that in competitive play, right? No, I <gasps> wouldn't. I mean, here's here's the key: is if they don't want to have you know have slacking beat the crap out of everybody, they just won't put slacking in Pokemon Sun and Moon <laughs> or Sword and Shield. You know, yeah. not all 800 yeah. Pokemon will be in here, yeah. so maybe here we go uh, again. Maybe, well, the big Pokemon that, you know, people are already kind of like, oh my god, this could be big, is um, Slacking, Archeops, and Regigigas, uh, which is that mythical uh, Pokemon that's the lord of the uh, of the legendary golems. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all three of those Pokemon have really strong stats that are somehow shackled. So Archeops has... The defeatist ability, which once its HP gets to a certain point, all of its its attack and speed stats gets halved. So it has one of the highest attack and speed stats in the game. Um, and, you know, people don't use it because, you know, once it takes a you know nasty hit, it's useless in battle. Mm-hmm. Um, so take that away. You know, like once there will be some changes to the game. We The trailer even showed off like a little bit of that. Like, you know, you can use it to negate. Uh, certain moves that like attract, uh, you know, certain like you know, there's certain in like multi Pokemon battles. There's certain Pokemon with abilities that are really useful, and you can just totally negate and just really mess up your opponent's strategy mm-hmm. just by tossing it in a Galarian Weezing. It'll be awesome. It'll be really interesting to see once they start releasing like more Pokemon that are going to be in the game, and you know what their stats are to see like what the ultra pairing is and and i would imagine and you're right right like for the super strong ones that people are already theorizing there's a good chance Mm -hmm. those pokemon aren't even in the game but yeah and i'll be curious to see though how the pokemon company and game freak balances this Mm -hmm. yeah well you know the thing is it's a uh poison fairy type so i'm sure you know, that's going to give it some, you know, interesting weaknesses and stuff yeah. like that. So they're, they're, they'll they'll have its, you know, there'll be ways to kill off Galarian Weezing. So it just means that people are going to have to start building in uh, Galarian Weezing counters into their mm-hmm. team if they feel uh, that, um, they, if they have Pokemon that are ability dependent, that they need to pull off their strategy. So, you know, it's something that the metagame will adjust to, but it, it, it's definitely a huge game changer. Um, expect, I mean, expect that to, like, be uh, something on everyone's minds here come November. My boy Corviknight has got a pretty cool ability, too. Mm. Yes, it's hidden, it's uh, the mirror armor, which, um, it's a hidden ability, so you'll, you'll never, you'll never know whether or not the Pokemon has that ability when you first catch it, unless, of course, you just start shooting, like, ability-lowering attacks, and <laughs> it bounces back, ah, it's got this hidden ability! Um, so basically what this does is it bounces back stat-lowering effects onto the Pokemon that's shot it out. So if you try to hit Corviknight uh, and it has this hidden ability uh, with something like a Tail Whip or something like that, you will be affected by the Tail Whip instead. Uh, which, you know, Corviknight, I, I'm, my, I'm still on the fence about how this Pokemon's going to 
gonna do but you know it's got that dynamax ability and now it's got that hidden ability so this this might not be a waste of a pokemon mm-hmm. it's not a waste of a pokemon period you let's see how cool it looks i mean there's lots of cool looking pokemon who look at who are absolutely worthless skarmory another steel flying oh, type oh no i don't like skarmory it's like a weird steel ostrich looking thing <laughs> yeah. i was like when when Pokemon Gold and Silver first came out. I like thought Skarmory was like the coolest Pokemon You're in the world, me. and it was hard to find too. Mm. So like when it's I find it shouldn't be found. One. Yeah. So well, yeah, clearly. So imagine <laughs> how disappointed I was when I finally got Skarmory, and then would just get like wrecked yeah. all the time um, because you know Steel type Pokemon are pretty awesome, especially in those early games mm-hmm. when it only had like two weaknesses. Um, but yeah. Now it's just kind of. It's yeah, also it's really dumb looking. Oh, dang. <laughs> you cannot judge. You like Geodude. Yeah. Mm. It's super cool. It's a rock with arms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for them to show me some more Pokemon, though. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I was a it's about time. By, by the lack of new Pokemon getting introduced. They typically don't introduce Pokemon at Worlds, but. They, they made an announcement earlier today, or not earlier today, earlier this week. It's like, hey, we've got some more Pokemon Sword and Shield news coming. So I was like, oh, maybe we're going to get something. And then it was this trailer that they released yesterday, which was like, guys, did you know that they have Pokemon centers in Pokemon Sword and Shield? <laughs> I, 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 I did know that. It's like, did you know they have trains in Pokemon Sword and Shield? I'm like... I'm I'm not four. I don't care about playing. <laughs> okay, no, I really did care. I really care. I mean, they have like the cloister card, I, which is so smart. Yeah. So smart. The oyster card, cloister card. I I don't know. I got like irrationally excited about that. I mean, I didn't <laughs> mind getting more, like seeing more of like the towns and stuff like that. Like it just oh, goes yeah, it to was, show how how pretty this game is. But at yeah, the same time, show me a Pokemon. Yeah, give give me the new Pokemon. I and yeah, I, I I was just a little bit. Don't get me wrong. This game is going to be gorgeous. Anyone who thinks that the uh, graphics suck on this game, while well, they're idiots. Uh, but yeah, give me give me my new Pokemon. I I, I wanted. To I just know. feel like we haven't really gotten like a like a super like just bad a like looking Pokemon. Uh, well, I mean, they kind of already blew their load on. Um, uh, revealing what's probably their pseudo legendary with uh, Duraludon, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, just the the Pokemon that looks like a, a lighter, which makes sense. You know, that's a like a British Pokemon if I've ever heard one. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, like I I don't know. Like I I feel like actually wait a second. You're saying that there's not a bass Pokemon after you just went and were like talking about how cool Corviknight looks. I mean, yeah, I was outside, I mean, outside of Corviknight, right? Like, like Corviknight is a very cool looking Pokemon. Wait, I think we're all forgetting Obstagoon here. I think Gene Simmons would be well, very angry. But even then, like, yeah. like that to me feels more like a novelty than a like. Are a, you calling Kiss a novelty? Jim? Yes, that is exactly what I'm saying. Everyone oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I, I am, just have I'm like. Her. I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> I just have like an irrational fear that 
the Pokemon company is going to keep us waiting and waiting. We're going to be like, all right, are you going to show us any Pokemon? And then one day, they're just going to tweet out like a PDF file that's like 30 pages <laughs> of all the new Pokemon. What and then it? us at the offices, me and Hoffa are going to be screaming because we're yeah, trying to like be- figure out how to cover everything. Do we have to make a 300-page slideshow? Yeah, the answer is yes. <laughs> the answer is... Even, why would you even ask? Because the answer is, I'll see you in three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, mean, I just feel like we've gotten a lot of very cute Pokemon. Like, yeah. ador- you know... Uh, here's my big worry is that I don't I'm kind of starting to worry that there's not enough that there won't be a lot more new Pokemon. I mean, we've come off two straight generations where really we haven't had a ton of new additions and we know that they're getting a little bit more stingy uh, with their Pokemon uh, because they they really don't want to hit that 1000 Pokedex number. Um, I don't know why, but, you know, here we are. Um, so I'm just kind of I'm a little bit worried that, you know, we're we're not going to see very many new Pokemon species. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even thinking about that until you mentioned it. Yeah. And now I'm really sad. Well, like all I can think of is like in 10 years, the next Pokemon game, they're going to be so close to that 1000 number. It's like the next title that comes out. There will be one new Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> one. We're, we're going to the get the one. They're just going to go straight to like, oh, we're going only regional variants. We've hit 999. That's all we're doing. But mm-hmm. here, have a Pikachu. That, that's it. The, the 1,000th Pokemon is going to be the reveal that Ash Ketchum is actually a Pokemon. A Pokemon. <laughs> the Pokemon. All of a sudden, you throw the ball. Ash comes out. <laughs> we learn all humans are Pokemon. The game uh, totally reverts. <laughs> I mean, you know, considering our upcoming Poke Fact of the Week, you know, are yeah, I mean, we're not that far away. <laughs> well, now I'm scared. All right, let's uh, let's hit this uh, last thing before we go into our, our deep dive. Two new items: room service and eject pack. Yeah. So oh, these man. are these are these are items uh, that are kind of goofy. Uh, eject pack actually, they're 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 going to be useful in competitive play eject pack is pretty awesome um if you get hit with some sort of stat lowering um move uh your pokemon will immediately switch out um <laughs> so you get a free switch which is like fantastic um so you you won't have to worry about burning a turn to protect your pokemon once it's gotten nerfed out of you know nerfed by some move and the nice thing is once you switch a pokemon out of its attacks you know its stats reset Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's pretty great. Um, room service, on the other hand, is quite possibly one of the most. Um, it, it just doesn't have like a lot. Like unless, okay. So let me explain it. It's it basically when Trick Room, which is a move that reverses the initiative order of Pokemon ba- uh, based on their speed. So usually it's Pokemon with the highest speed goes first, and then it goes down the list. Uh, when Trick Room reverses that, so the Pokemon with the slowest speed goes first and then goes up the list. Mm-hmm. Trick Room lowers a Pokemon, sp- or um, Room Service lowers a Pokemon speed when Trick Room goes into effect. <laughs> so you, in order for this item to have any sort of use, you need to have a Trick Room team and then implement it. So it's great if you want to run a Trick Room team, which some people like to do, um, you know, for people who like their heavy hitters that move really slowly, that's what Trick Room's for. Um, I mean, that's, I mean that, that is very much me, so. Yeah, yeah, I've surprisingly run into a lot of people, like with decks recently, that 
are the slower Pokemons, but they will absolutely crush you with their pinky finger if mm-hmm. they just have yeah. that strength behind them. Um, so I just, I don't understand why it's called like, room service. Yeah, that, See, that's the weird like, one. Why is it room it's service? It's trick room, room service. That, that's the reason why it's, it's I know, but it's it just makes me think of hotels. And, and then it'll like, be service something and then trick room team. Because I mean, they just can't help themselves. Yeah, I, uh, just wait until we like read the description and it'll make some like dirty pun about servicing things. Um, I, I mean, that's the truth. I mean, that's the way this <laughs> franchise is going. Nowadays. Oh, boy. I'm just, just genuinely... <laughs> Christian has reached the point of, I, I don't even know what to say anymore. <laughs> We've had to look at too many Pokedex entries. So he's like it's... fundamentally like... <laughs> Guys have broken me. Broken. Like we have fundamentally altered his once optimistic view of the Pokemon franchise. He's now dressed in Team Skull apparel. He's a broken man fundamentally. Not even Bulbasaur can pull him out of the doldrums that he's currently living in. Good lord! All right. There is a bunch of Pokemon Go news to go through, so when we get back, we're going to go through it all, and then we will get to the Pokefact of the week that Christian has already kind of hinted at. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. Time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. All right, this is a this is a. If you want to play Pokemon Go, you play now. Yeah, because it is the end of summer, and Anantic and Pokemon Go is saying, "All right, here's your reward for a big summer of playing," and away we go. Uh, Three weeks of ultra bonus events Mm -hmm. starting basically next week, September second. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was about to say uh, Labor Day, right after Labor Day. Mm Um, yeah, it's going to be huge. So uh, this, uh, the Ultra Bonus is a reward for us completing our global challenges over the course of the summer. Congratulations we us, d- pat ourselves on the thank back. You, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. I take full credit for all 46 million of those. Um, so it's getting split into three parts, each of which will give you access to a different kind of rare Pokemon. Then uh, week one, uh, it's a Johto journey, uh, which uh, the, the big... The big uh, centerpiece of this, I guess, is that you'll be able to uh, hatch Unknown from eggs for oh. the first time ever. Um, so uh, the Pokemon, the Unknown uh, U-L-T-R-N-A will be available in 10K, uh, 10 kilometer eggs for that week and that week only. Also, the Legendary Beast will be in raid battles and Shiny Sentret and uh, Shiny Gilgar will be added to the game along with their respective evolutions. I'm going to be honest. I just spent 
way too long piecing together what you were saying the unknown spelled out. You were like, U-L-T-R-A. And I was like, Ulterior? <laughs> I was sitting there just like, what are, why, why those words? I was like mixing them up together. I was like, what message are they trying to send us? And then I realized literally it's just ultra. It's, 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 it's ultra. Yeah. No, it's, it's okay. Uh, I had a when, long when night. I, when <laughs> I a scary movie. I'm time, fundamentally I, messed I, up. Like, I, I, for whatever reason, I was like looking at it and it was like, oh, why is it spelled unknown? And so I like, I <laughs> Those aren't the right letters at all. <laughs> forget to read. Good, yeah. good. I feel better now. Like, I get it's the first time ha- being able to hatch unknowns, you know, from eggs. But that's got to be maybe the most frustrating experience uh, in hatching yeah, eggs. It, I mean, I, I'm hoping that it's like 100%. You spin a Pokestop, you get a 10km egg, and an unknown hatches. Otherwise... The, the good news is is that incubators will be twice as effective during this okay. entire thing. Oh, so that's that, that's that that's because all of these a lot of these events involve hatching eggs. Uh, this week and the week two uh, will both involve getting rare Pokemon by hatching eggs. And you know, unless you're like busting your ass every day, you know, getting your kilometers in, uh, you know, you're only going to hatch like one or two. But you know that that. Um, you know, having that incubator bonus will will help out. So, you know, you only have to walk five kilometers or if you get a super incubator, you know, you can reduce that even more. Hmm. So week one sounds all right. Me, personally, I'm excited for week two. Yes, week two, um, you'll be able to hatch the regional Pokemon, Farfetch, Kangaskhan, Mr. Mime, and Tauros from seven kilometer eggs. Shiny versions of those four Pokemon will be available, and Deoxys will appear in normal raids for the first time. So if you are one of those players who never get invited to the EX raids, you'll finally <laughs> be able Me. Uh, Me. to do it. I, I actually, I got a, a normal Deoxy, like the first week it came out. Like a buddy of mine who is way more into Pokemon Go than I am. Like I play Pokemon Go every day, but like I don't, I don't go out to raids. I don't like interacting with other people. You don't uh, have six phones going at once? Yeah, no, I, I don't have the six phones. Um, and, and there's no gyms that are really convenient to me. But, like, a buddy of mine uh, was like, hey, I got an EX raid, and it just happened to be during my lunch break. And so I, like, <laughs> out to, upper, uh, to, like, a neighboring town, hit the raid, and then, like, immediately drove back. And that was my lunch break for the day. Like, I think I skipped lunch to get a Deoxy, so... Um, I think we mentioned this it. on the show, but there is a... Gr- the, so our, the building that our office is in is a gym. Yes. And yeah. there is a group that is very dedicated to Pokemon Go yes. in the building. Did you ever end up getting an Armored Mewtwo that was in the building when that was out? I Not with them, but I did wind up getting oh, one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So lucky lucky I, you. I remember when, when it first happened, there's a few other folks who play, play it in the office, and we generally have not gone down to go play with the, the office uh, you guys the building just, group. You guys just sit up on like the second or third floor and just Basically. take advantage. We can actually see it. Like yeah. see that, see it. Cause there's a, like a connecting courtyard. Uh-huh. We can actually mm-hmm. see them from the office. And so we know when they're there, when like when stuff is going down, there's apparently Slack channel. Thing. It's, it's very, yeah, there's a closed Facebook group. It's a very, very big deal, but it was just yeah. so funny because when they all went down like that group, there is a dude there. He's playing with three phones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. I see it. Legit. I see it all the time. Like, um, uh, I briefly would try to run over to like the community center, which is right by my work, um, 
during like, you know, like right after work, if there was a raid going on and there would be a guy who would like come out with a collection of phones from the community center workers who still had to do their jobs. And he would just like lay them out and then he'd like play like the piano. Like, like my favorite uh, thing is like I was over the week. I don't know if y'all saw it, but like some dude was arrested for like driving and playing Pokemon mm-hmm. Go, which bad idea. Yeah, don't do. But that. was doing so with eight phones. Good lord! Driving, <laughs> playing Pokemon Go with eight cell phones. So many I, laws were just broken <laughs> in that one moment, and he wasn't even like. He wasn't even, like, trying to, like, specifically raid or anything. He was just, like, trying to catch, like, just just farm some Pokemon in the area. And I was like... Man, just, just get what? a... Why? Just, that's... Just get, like, a bunch of, like, Pogo, like, the Pokemon Go Pluses and just have them on your arm and just kind of go like this, you know? At this point, <laughs> I'm waiting for them to basically do, like, a Yu-Gi-Oh! and come out, like, how you have the Yu-Gi-Oh! dual disc <laughs> and it has, like, the sections on your arm. I'm waiting for I'm the Pokemon I'm shocked that no one has modded, modded a version of uh, it. I'm yeah. copywriting it now. And you basically <laughs> yeah. just stick your phones on there and then you have, like, a charger in the center and, like, the all that stuff. And then it's just, like, a little dual disc. That's what I'm waiting for, basically. <laughs> I don't have a far-fetched, and so that's why I'm excited oh. for week two. Uh, uh, see, this was all part of... All of these Pokemon were added to the games... Um, was it last fall, yeah. maybe? Or maybe it was two falls ago? I remember when Farfetch came out, because I specifically remember it was like late November. Um, it was like around Thanksgiving, and in order to get a Farfetch'd, I like walked two blocks in like 40-degree weather. Mm-hmm. Um, to get one in the middle of the night. Um, but yeah, they, they've, you know, this, this is like the first time, like if you haven't gotten filled your original Kanto Pokedex, mm-hmm. um, this is, this is a great chance to do so. Um, mm-hmm. so you, that mean you have a Mr. Mime gem? I do have a Mr. Mime. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah. No, just curious. Just curious. Anyways. That bodes poorly for something. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then week three is clearly like that's the week. Yes, the Gen 5 Pokemon are finally coming. It has been so long since we've gotten new Pokemon in this game. It is time. It is time. We will finally have them. We're going to get a bunch of Gen 5s. We know the starters are going to be in the game. Uh, Pat Rat, Little Pup, and Clink will all be added to the game. We know that for sure. Uh, shiny versions of Pat Rat and Lillipop, um, along with your guys' personal favorite shiny Pokemon of all time, Shiny Mewtwo. You will be able to get a green-bellied Mewtwo uh, oh. in your game. Um, so enjoy. I he know looks like he you has guys. Jaundice. It's just it's. I hate the green-colored shinies. They're the worst. Yeah, I, oh. I I don't. I I I actually. Calling it a green-bellied like Mewtwo makes it sound like some sort of bird, and I kind of like that. Yeah, it's a green-bellied green Mewtwo. Mewtwo. <laughs> yeah, that's what they need to start doing. This instead of calling them shinies, just call them like you know whatever whatever belly or wing color it is. Just start calling them that. They make them sound like birds. It's awesome. I like birds. Pokemon um, really needs to invest in like how there's like bird watching guides that you take out to the forest. They need to come up with like a fictional one for like Pokemon watching guides, like yeah. that reads like a safari. <laughs> Or if they came out with, like, an actual, like, Pokemon, like, biology textbook, mm, like, that you would, like, study in school or something, like. I have a field guide to Kanto, which is a fan-made book that depicts the Pokemon. They're, like, quasi-realistic, and so it talks about all their 
like eating habits and stuff <laughs> like that. And it's uh-huh. really brilliant. I absolutely I mean, there's love enough it. Bird, yeah, like, there's so enough cool. bird Pokemon in the game that they could put together like a bird guide. Yeah. Oh, like- 100%. I, I really feel like they they absolutely absolutely should do that. Expand the canon a little bit. Yeah. You know, give us a little bit more beyond those like two or three Pokedex facts that you know are then like mixed up and made a little bit more horrified horrifying every time we read them. Like um, I, I would yeah. you know, I would love to have like actual books that you would potentially find like in that world mm-hmm. to have. Yeah. Like I, would the textbook. Love to know. I want the textbook Ash was using before he quit school to become right. a Pokemon trainer like that. He studied like that's yeah. That's what I want. Like, I want to, like, see stuff like that. Like, that would be so I, cool, in my opinion. The Pokemon uh, Civil I'm, War. And- <laughs> oh, gosh. I, I would love to know what these Pokemon eat. Like, you know, do they all eat Caterpie? Do they eat Magikarp? Like, what sort of fish do they eat? You know, like what what Pokemon are at the bottom of the food chain and what Pokemon are at the top? I, I think want we all to know, know the answer to that is Rattata. <laughs> yeah. Rattata, all of those poor guys. They just mean they just eat trash. They eat the trash and then they eat the trash. Well, and then the next Roland Pokemon Rattata. eats them. Then that Pokemon eats them. Yeah, a Lolan Rattata. Caterpies are big. Yeah, Corviknight's so huge. <laughs> yeah, Corviknight's like two hundred pounds and has a wingspan of like twelve feet or something. But like, yeah, I feel like, like Corviknight's actually more like a like a like a vulture kind of character. But, but, Pidgey, but, I mean, but Pidgey's not eating Caterpie. I mean, I don't see why not. You could eat one Caterpie and be fed for like a month. (laughs) Yeah, like you can. Caterpie is segmented. You could break it apart. And I'm feeling really uncomfortable talking about dissected Caterpies. (laughs) Quite possibly one of the weirder podcasts we've done. Anyways, I'm saying Pidgey definitely. Again, this is one of those instances where if you just squint a little bit, this whole world just falls apart. collapses oh man that's that's why guys keep your keep your pokemon v cards close and just don't (laughs) uh and then finally to round out the pokemon go update for uh the next couple of weeks uh jirachi everyone's favorite little cute pokemon with a giant eye on its belly yep yep you can now now get it it's it's um uh, the I, I took a look at the special research, like what you have to do. Uh, it seems fine, but nothing, nothing. The the big thing is you have to you have to make new friends and you have to battle other human trainers. And it's like that's going to be Christian such a Hicks. problem for me. Yeah. <laughs> like like I don't want to interact with anybody when I'm playing a mobile game. And now in order to get this mythical it's Pokemon, the community like, Christian, this is a social experiment experience. Pokemon's the social experiment be a be a people person. <laughs> That's right. It's trying to be your therapist. Christian. They can't see. He's that telling he's you, you need to go outside. They <laughs> can't see him sitting in his room cosplaying as Team Skull. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna walk around like you know. That's what I'm gonna wear. This I'm gonna wear my actual Team Skull chain. The best thing is, so they gave me this T-shirt which has a printed on Skull chain, and then I have another Skull chain. That I can put on top of this. That's an actual skull chain. I'm just gonna walk around, like Christian's the gonna next, come like, back and he's gonna have a black eye next week. And <laughs> oh come on, I could totally take the, anyone who's playing Pokemon Go. Come on, that's Sorry. that's cruel. They could probably beat the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So before we move on to the fact of the week, I would say this is a a cool way to sort of wrap up the summer. Get a chance at some, you know, cool Pokemon. 
mm-hmm. and new Pokemon, which is I'll, I'll go. I'll go, go one step farther. I'll say this has been the best summer in Pokemon Go's history. Ooh, wow, that's a bold, bold statement. statement. Yeah. Bold, bold words coming from me. I mean, I would, I would agree. I think there were some, some pretty good summer. Some there were some yeah. raids that were just like a little head scratchy. Um, you know, like the Suicune one. You know that no one really wanted, but. Um, I don't know if I said it right again, but whatever. And, uh, you know, there, there were a few you know, hit or but, but I would say overall, mm-hmm. I haven't been this excited on a consistent basis for Pokemon Go as, I've, as I have been these last couple of months. Definitely, for sure. Yeah. I mean, just with what they did with Team Rocket alone. Yeah, the I Team Rocket like thing totally yeah. redeems it. Worthy mm-hmm. of it. I'm also loving how they're pushing this so hard right now, like right as school season starts, because they're basically like, kids, remember, remember to keep playing this game. <laughs> yeah. You want to keep playing this game. I know you're in school, but you still want to keep playing this, right? <laughs> so I'm just, I mean, they know what they're doing. It's smart. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Christian, yep. hit us with the Pokemon fact of the week. Okay, this one, this one I just found out about. Um, so Mr. Mime, everyone's favorite, you know, he's, he's, we already know he's a horrifying eldritch terror of a Pokemon. His hair things are actually fleshy. He's, you know, he's actually naked and not wearing anything. Did so you know funny. that he originally had four fingers and now he has five? I guess that's that's the first part. He, he has grew five a finger. Yeah, he has five fingers. He's had five fingers since yeah. Pokemon I actually didn't Fire Red I and I thought he had four. He, I'm thinking he's he, spun, like, he did originally have four. So originally he was running around with four fingers, and suddenly every Mr. Mime spontaneously grew a fifth finger uh, during Gen 3. The question is, why? It's because it married Ash Ketchum's mom. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you need That's that my ex- only I mean, I answer. <laughs> Was it not human enough? I mean, like, why would you want to make it more human? Uh, the the answer is is because having four fingers is a gang symbol in Japan. Oh, um, the yak- oh. yeah. So the yakuza. Um, there is a, a Japanese um, c- custom tradition in which, uh, in order to uh, make amends for an offense, you have part of one of your fingers cut off. Um, and this dates back to the time when you would hold a sword and by cutting off your part of your pinky finger, you couldn't grip that sword as tightly, which means that you had to rely on the strength of your compatriots more. So basically, if you offended one of your friends, uh, you would cut off part of your finger to make up for it. And then you would have to rely on that friend to have your back. And so this has been a adapted into like a Yakuza tradition. So. Uh, because there are a lot of gang members running around with four fingers, when people, parents saw Mr. Mime running around with four fingers, they're like, ah, yes, look at that terrifying Yakuza member. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mime, gang leader. <laughs> He's like, that, that, that is definitely, when I think of the Yakuza, I definitely think of Mr. Mime oh, with God. his like smiley demeanor running around like this. So they had to add a fifth finger. That's so funny. Uh, that's actually really. That's so when so when in the games did they add that? Uh, they they added it in the middle of Generation Three. Um, Gen three. So I believe it was Fire Red and Leaf Green, which was the first ones to have them in. It might I because I don't think he was in um, Ruby and Sapphire. I could be mistaken there. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't actually play those games when they first came out. Um, but yeah, like I I thought that was like the funniest thing in the world, uh, Mr. Mime. Of literally all the Pokemon is the one that people associated with the Yakuza. Um, 
you know, the heavily tattooed, you know, slick gangster Yakuza. That's what I want to see. I want to see fan art of Yakuza Mr. Mime. Yeah, like, you know, give me... Yeah, give deep me fake a, Mr. Mime so, from Detective Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm scared. Yeah, tattoos up to his neck. His little dodgeball shoulders, you know, just covered with, like, a dragon tattoo. Uh, or I guess, like, a Gyarados tattoo. Or maybe a Dragonite. That's awesome. Although, like... Yeah, I don't know. That that definitely has to be one of the weirder Pokemon facts I've ever learned. Like I died. But laughing. I love I love that it's it's tied in yeah. like real world events. Yeah, yeah, like I like it because it like it makes sense. Like I can oh, like yeah. piece mm-hmm. it together. I'm like that. It's unlike all of the other facts you've ever shared with us. <laughs> it's all just based on some based. sort of Lovecraftian horror. Well, Mr. Mime is the most Lovecraftian horror of all the Pokemon. That thing is like the uncanny valley defined. Yeah, um, that like is, when, even you don't even have to squint at Mr. Mime yeah. to, to really go down that rabbit hole. You, it, and you that, just need that to look. Who Ash's mom fell in love with? And now I'm uncomfortable. If you love strange conversations like this one, <laughs> let us know. Leave us a review on iTunes. Give us a five-star review. And if we read it on the air, we will send you a comicbook.com t-shirt for free. We are sending out a bunch this week. We were waiting on some envelopes, and so we got a little bit backlogged. We're terribly sorry. We didn't mean to have you wait that long. But they are going in the mail. I promise. Uh, But we love reading them on air. So they're they're a ton of fun. So if if you leave one, we read it. T-shirt for you. I'm going to read two of them today. One of them is from Fani1515. Just found this channel and I already love it. I love the intelligent comments on Pokemon. This is perfect. Thank you, Fani. And uh, the uh, next next one we'll read is from Axel Lars, which sounds like the most metal name of all time. That is like a diehard villain right there. Right? Uh, Finally, it's it's called finally, exclamation point. Pokemon is life, and life is Pokemon, and the only thing missing from my Pokemon life was a great podcast. No longer. Wild Podcast has great, enthusiastic hosts with good banter, lots of knowledge, and comprehensive coverage. Just wish it was available on PokeNav and PokeTech devices. Smiley face. Mm. I'd love it if you could have some kind of competitive segment, like five to ten minutes breaking down a top TCG deck or meta VGC team every week. Mm. Not a bad idea. That's that's not a bad idea. If you know, if comicbook.com would sponsor me to go to some like Pokemon championship events, uh, I would definitely break <laughs> that down. Um, you know, maybe maybe they can be a, a, a future feature. I'll you know show up with my comicbook.com t-shirt that I would have uh, received by then. Get it, I mean, you're not getting it now. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you <laughs> lit- Christian, I hope you understand. You have sealed your fate. That whenever that does get approved, Jim will only approve it on the condition you go to these events dressed as you currently just are. Just as Team Skull member. <laughs> uh, Thank you, Axel Lars. Thank you, Fonny1515. If you want to hear your review read on the air and get a free t-shirt, you know what to do. A wild podcast has appeared. You can find it every Thursday wherever podcasts can be found. Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, you name it. We are there. And if we're not, let us know because we'll make sure we're there. As always, uh, another great week where the count, we are uh, sub 100 days to Sword and Shield. The countdown is on. It is getting real and I cannot wait. If you want to talk to me on Twitter, you want to talk to me about how Corviknight is such a uh, an awesome looking Pokemon, or how great Geodude is, find me at Jim Viscardi. 
You can talk to me on Twitter at Megan Peter CB about Vaporeon, please. Mm. And you can talk to me about how much Geodude socks <laughs> at Seahoffer Seabus. Wow. Well, that about does it for this week's episode. We will catch you next time. Thanks, everyone.